This episode of Beer and Bullshit is brought to you by Woodhouse Brewing Company in Toronto. Woodhouse brews the refreshing beers using only choice ingredients and no preservatives. Check out their brew pub in Toronto today and enjoy their newly opened patio. Welcome to a bonus episode of Beer and Bullshit. Yes, it's a little bonus for you on a Friday for my friends, my real friends, the friends I've never seen or met, my friends on the internet. Um, I just felt like doing a little something special for you guys today um, because it's nice to have something nice on the internet because frankly, the internet feels like not a nice place right now. Uh, I, I know I don't want to get all dark and dreary because this is supposed to be a fun bonus episode but uh, the internet's fucking awful everywhere you go right now is just I'm inundated with awful people and awful shit so here's uh, something hopefully not awful but there's no safe space there's no I know I'm I'm just a, a liberal snowflake seeking a safe space but there's nowhere to go on the internet the internet used to be a diversion and now it is like 24-hour non-stop suck hole of shit in my pocket and in front of my face. And it's just, we're inundated with ignorant assholes 24-7 right now. There's just non-stop racism and conflict and garbage. Um, yeah, I saw a Facebook friend today. He hit his limit. And he's normally a reserved guy, but he snapped. And he basically said correctly... That if you're posting things like All Lives Matter, uh, you're probably a fucking racist. And right on. And then, later, he apologized for saying that and for swearing. And the apology brought out fucking asshole trolls. I can't even take it right now. Sports? There's no sports. I mean, I 100% you know, support athletes that are boycotting sports or taking a night off, as Jared Kushner put it. Um, but even, like, as these teams take a stand and you want to feel some sense of pride in your favorite athlete or your favorite team, you look at a social media post and there's fucking assholes commenting. Like, the, the Detroit Tigers. I'm a Tigers fan. Tigers posted a simple comment about being in solidarity and why they weren't playing the game tonight. Within two comments, there's assholes that are like, I've lost respect for this team. What are you doing? Whew, fuck, man. I don't know. I don't know. The internet, I, I, people just seem extra shitty right now. I don't know if it's because their poster boy, Donald Trump, is maybe on his way out. And they're getting desperate and defensive, you know? Maybe they're coming out in numbers for the final days. They're like, it's like racist assholes or punch-drunk fighters in a late round. You know, their presence on the internet and their comments, they're just, that's them swinging wildly on the way down. Fuck, I hope so. But I don't know, man. The internet is a dark place. And, uh, yeah, sorry, I don't want to contribute to that. I wanted to give you something nice and light and fun for your Friday. And I hope that's what this show has been. We are episode 9, approaching double digits. Um... Maybe time for a pulse check. I hope you people are liking the show. It's tough. I can't tell. Honestly, I, I'm chugging along. 
I can see the numbers. I know how many listens I get, and it seems solid for nine shows. But I don't know. Uh, it's kind of a vacuum here. I'm having fun. I hope you're having fun. I really do appreciate the positive comments I get. I've been getting some really cool tweets and people that are digging the show, and I appreciate that. So if you're feeling good about the show, you think it's worth a share, please do give it a share. Love to reach a broader audience. Um, And if you ever want to get in touch with me, if you have comments, questions, suggestions, uh, you're interested in advertising on the show, maybe you even know someone that would be a good guest, you can contact me, beerandbullshit.ca slash contact, beerandbullshit.ca slash contact. I'm here. I'm always here. It's a pandemic. I don't go anywhere. Okay? Contact me. And now, on with the show. Episode 9 for a bonus episode. Um, a little something different. Not necessarily a typical beer person on the show this week. Um, but it's probably someone you know, especially if you were born in the early 80s. Um, it's actually a well-known um, 1980s supervillain. This week, my guest is the one and only Skeletor. Yes, my guest this week is Skeletor. Uh, we had a great chat. Skeletor reached out, looking for some help, and uh, we had a good talk. This is my interview with Skeletor. I hope you have a lovely weekend. My guest today is, is Skeletor. Skeletor I have, uh, was a big fan of the, the show in the 80s, and I, I'm, I was shocked and uh, surprised that you contacted me, but thanks for coming on the show. Hey, no problem, my friend, Ben. Uh, wow, Skeletor, I can't believe I'm actually talking to Skeletor. This is amazing. I had your figure when I was uh, probably about 10. I loved him. Oh, He-Man. yeah, my figurine. Exactly. How old were you when you purchased it? I, I, I'm trying to remember. When was your heyday? Like, you were 80s. My heyday was, yeah, 1981 to 1985. Okay, so I was age one through four. So I was probably a little yeah. after that. Hey, that's fine. You know, I got I got fans of all ages. Yeah, you're Four, iconic. Forty-four. Yes, very iconic. Thank you. So you're not. I'm looking at you because we're on Zoom, uh, but I, I'm looking Ooh. at you. You don't look like the Skeletor I remember from the movie. Was that not an accurate representation? Mm. Yeah. You wanted a piece of advice to all your business conglomerates: is don't sell away your movie rights on a binge drinking afternoon. Is that what happened? Because that movie was, you know, I remember that movie being amazing, but I've revisited it, and it, it doesn't it doesn't hold up. So I'm no, happy to it wasn't know a, It wasn't ahead. a vital, uh, it wasn't a truly accurate representation of what my life uh, entailed. The Skeletor lore is strong, and yet it made me seem like a tertiary at best character. Not That's, a fan. No, okay. Well, we won't, we don't have to get into that. That's not why you emailed me. No. Uh, you emailed me about beer. This is a podcast about beer. So help me understand why Skeletor is interested in beer. Thank you for asking. The thing is, is that I opened up a local establishment of beer services myself. I'm trying to capitalize on the nostalgic popularity of Skeletor all these years later. You look back and you think about like Adam West in the 1980s when he became a big thing again because people were remembering Batman. 
Well, now I feel like people are remembering He-Man to the same degree. And so I've opened up my own little restaurant down in the, on the Danforth in Toronto. It's called uh, Skeletor's Yell Shack. Uh, we serve 14... Sorry, Yell Shack? Yeah, Yell Shack. Okay. Uh, we play music so loud that you have to yell everything into each other's faces in order to even hear anything. Um, I'm here. I'm, there's a lot of problems with this plan right now. I think your timing is horrendous, which maybe explains why you connected with me. We opened on March 9th. Oh, God. It was uh, a slow launch. Um, think a lot of our ideas didn't go great. Apparently, making everyone sing karaoke uh, before you're even allowed to order was a poor choice. Mandatory um, all, karaoke? Ma- <laughs> mandatory karaoke, mandatory oh. air conditioning. Uh, mandatory, mandatory a lot of things we probably shouldn't have made so mandatory. And there's no way we can turn back. Uh, I mean, yeah, how are you? I mean, let's talk about it. This is COVID times. You specifically mentioned yelling in people's faces, which is 100% not allowed right now and, and definitely not advised. So have, I'm assuming the business has taken a big hit. The business is honestly on its last legs. And that's why I'm here to bring out the fun of remembering. Let's go into a nostalgic thing about yelling at each other. Remember how fun that was at the bar, Ben? Mm, yeah, it wasn't my favorite part of going to a bar. But yeah, I, I mean, I guess... And support me! <laughs> sorry, sorry. Support me like I'm supporting our stupid podcast right now. <laughs> oh, easy, Skeletor. So, uh, yeah, okay. I mean, I guess I remember when I was younger going to a bar and it was very loud. That was exciting. Yeah, fun, right? Think about before you got married, you know? Think about the wild, young days of Ben Johnson, huh? Right. Did you wear tight clothes then, Ben? Extremely tight, yes. Mostly well, black that's a rule. <laughs> yes, when you're married, you have to give up your tight clothes. That is one of the things that you do at the altar. Mm-hmm. The only tight thing on your body is that ring, right, Ben? <laughs> if you're having a good time, imagine how much good time you'd have at 154 Danforth Avenue, Skeletor's Yell Shack. Skeletor's Yell Shack. So what's on tap? I mean, this is a beer show. What, what kind of beers does Skeletor like to pour? Well, different variations of Coors Light. <laughs> Specifically Coors Light and exclusively Coors Light? It's, uh, we have some sort of deal with the manufacturer. We get a very cheap, um, our, uh, you know, that we legally have to have a different beer on tap, but it's just Coors Light again. Don't tell anyone. This is just between me and you. Please edit this off of the podcast. Certainly, certainly. And so it's interesting though that Molson has signed a deal with Skeletor. I mean, that's pretty hot news for an early episode of my podcast, but I will edit that out if you would like. If you don't mind. So Skeletor... Are any of the old uh, gang from from uh, your Masters of the Universe days still hanging around? Would, I mean, if I were to go to the Yell Shack, could I expect to see some of them? Good question. Beast Man is the bartender. Uh, He-Man himself is the lowly doorman. And don't think I don't come out and rib him in front of everybody in order to get a few laughs from everyone. Um, She-Ra is uh, the uh, uh, head of purchasing. Um <laughs> So, then, wait a minute. Are you and He-Man, I mean, you guys were essentially mortal enemies, but you're on good enough terms now that you actually employ him and enjoy gently ribbing him? That sounds... Well, there was, it's, you know, He-Man itself was a show, right? We'd hang out backstage. What? And yes, there was, yes, it was just, it wasn't a documentary series. <laughs> oh my God, this is breaking my, lo- I need a minute. 
So that wasn't real? No, it wasn't real at all, actually, Ben. I'm sorry to uh, burst your bubble. Hopefully you're able to collect your brains, which have been blown throughout your room. <laughs> okay, so, okay, I'm, I'm recovered. You and He-Man, this whole time, were actors, and you were actually friends. And totally. Makes, well, friends, is, we, we would feud a bit on, uh, on set. Uh, no one likes to be second billing, you know? Yeah. And so he got pretty mad at me on certain occasions. I mean, he was uh, he was pretty buff, though. I mean, you you got to admit he deserved that top billing. You were a bit, I mean, you were pretty jacked for a so-called skeleton as well. You were. I'm a your... skeleton. Look at my body by the by. <laughs> you said it yourself by the degrees of what you would expect a skeleton to look like. I looked actually quite nice. It was kind of amazing. I, so you weren't. I mean, the name Skeletor. Let's get into this. It's mm-hmm. not really fitting because I mean, your head was a skull, but your body. <laughs> my head was a skull. Your body had meat on it. That was not a skeleton's body. I... Well, the thing is, you know, people, you know, look at Scarface, right? He had a scar on his face and that became his whole thing. People will see the world, see your world through your face. So if they see yeah. my face like that, they're all, that's all they care about. They don't yeah. care about my jacked body and my awesome thong. They just <laughs> care about the skull face. Sure, yeah. Blackbeard. There's lots of examples where people make names based on people's faces. That's fair. Hmm. Yeah, I guess Jacked Bod isn't a great name for a villain in an 80s cartoon, though. No, I pitched it. I pitched it. And let me tell you, the, the parents hated it. They weren't going to let He-Man and Jacked Bod uh, infiltrate their child's psyche. No, sorry. That didn't do well in test groups, I guess. No, it did very well in certain test groups, <laughs> but very poorly in most. <laughs> Okay, so you've got exclusively variations of Coors Light, apparently, on tap. Uh, is there food there? Yes, there's all sorts of food. It's all brewed inside of a giant's mouth and spat on the plates. Again, COVID not helping with that oh, plan. I would not want to, Well, Do dragons, can they contract COVID-19? Well, it's actually a giant, not a dragon. Oh, I thought you said dragon. Um, I'm sorry. Well, the answer is yes to both, unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> oh, and they're actually much more susceptible and apparently never it's not, not curable in either of their races. So it's, it's, it's problematic. Uh, but we try to work through it. Yeah, this is, this is bad. So you've got screaming in faces, mandatory karaoke, and food served from a giant's mouth who is likely infected with COVID-19. Listen, we, we knew that these were going to be problems even before COVID hit. We knew that some people were going to be into these problems. Yeah. But the thing is, is that uh, we thought that our world-class air conditioning unit would make up for all of them. But that, in fact, is also a little problematic. So you were um, really hanging it, your hat on the air conditioning as a selling point. Well, I don't know. I grew up on a volcano. <laughs> so you're loving cold air. I love this cold air, baby. Pump it in. Folks, are you like me? Do you like supporting independent breweries? Yeah, you do. What better independent brewery to support right now than the Indie Ale House? Indie is right in the name, so you know they're independent. They're located in Toronto. Uh, their brew pub is in the Junction, and they have a brewery in Italy, in the Manulife Center as well. Of course, these are weird times for going out. Maybe you're not ready. Maybe you don't even live in Toronto. That's okay. You can still try the delicious beers that they're making at the Indie Ale House because they made it easy. Beer to your door, ordered from the comfort and safety of your own 
home. That's my favorite way to order things. You got free delivery anywhere in Toronto if you order 12 beers or more and a flat rate anywhere else in Ontario. Why not order a Stay Home Pale Ale? $1 from every can of Stay Home purchased will be donated to the fund that supports their employees that have been temporarily laid off due to COVID-19. Check them out at IndieAleHouse.com. Doing patio service now or? Well, I, I, in a fit of rage on March 6th, I burned down the patio. Oh my God. Um, and the uh, <laughs> ensuing damage to the neighboring buildings made it so that the uh, provincial and uh, municipal government said that I couldn't build a new patio, uh, no matter what the circumstances were. So no, we cannot sell outdoors. Uh, but we are, what we are doing is that, uh, do you remember uh, Mushman, the villain from... Uh, I'm not uh, familiar with Mushman, but I'm going to Google him while we're talking. Yeah, okay. Well, you know, he wasn't on the show, so maybe oh. don't, you don't need to Google him. <laughs> <laughs> but Mushman would actually just launch the uh, the meals, and we hope that it hits the appropriate target throughout the city of Toronto. We have an eight neighborhood radius. Uh, please it's do like not delivery. look up Mushman. <laughs> yeah, it's like delivery. Yeah, it's like yeah. fun, you know. And we don't charge for a delivery charge, which I think is nice. I have found something. I found Mushman. He looks to be like he looks like a pile of uh, semen. To be frank, he looks. Not like someone uh, I'd want. Well, you, no, you're you're the expert, and that is true. Mushman <laughs> is just a pile of semen. Um, he fell out out of the giant, and uh, we gave him a job, and he's oh, doing I, great. We call him Mushman. Amazing. Okay, so you've got a a large man made of semen throwing food in an eight block radius. This is essentially your delivery service. So there's honestly, we're not getting a lot of deliveries. Um, I, I'm not. I wouldn't want to try that, but. He-Man was pretty popular. Masters of the Universe, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure the show was invented to sell toys. So were wow. you not getting in the back end of any of that toy sales? I mean, Skeletor toys had to be selling off the shelves back in the 80s. Yeah, you know, I, late 80s, early 90s, I was rolling in it. I was rich as hell. Yeah. A what couple happened? bad investments... The uh, property not becoming proper, popular anymore, and I'm on the skids. I need some cash bad. Mattel comes up to me, and they say, here's $1,200. Sign over the toy rights. Oh, God. Since then, I haven't gotten that dime. And oh. you know what I spent that $1,200 on? I, I don't know. I'm a man made of semen? You know me all too well. <laughs> No, he fell out of the giant. He fell out of the giant. Well, he fell out of the giant a long time ago. And so I bought him off the giant for $1,200. Okay. So, okay. Well, He-Man, he seems like he's even more down in the dumps than you, given that he's working for you in what is clearly a failed enterprise. How did He-Man get to be on such dire straits? Oh, He-Man had a major alcohol problem. Really? Major alcohol. Yes. Yes. I believe in moderation. You have a couple beers at the end of the day. You go home. You make love to your wife. <laughs> Not as well as if you didn't have the two beers, but it's more fun for you. And then you call it a night. Yes. Yeah, sure. That man, sounds like a great night. Oh, that's a great night. Two <laughs> beers and then you make love to your wife. Yep. Um, but he man himself, he just took it too far, right? He's the name on the poster. He's the big deal. You walk yep. into a room, everyone cheers. He man, here man, here's a beer. He man, here's this. The the trappings of popularity um, are one of the greatest things for someone like myself who wouldn't necessarily have to deal with that kind of thing. Yeah, I mean that's a story as old as time. I guess it just went to his head. Totally. So, Hail as old as time. Does he? You make fan of Beauty and the Beast? 
Is that the, the original? The only tale as old as time is the Beauty. Well, it was a famous song from a little bit past my era. I remember going to see that uh, movie with my kids, and they'd say, "Dad, why children. aren't you?" Oh, I have lots of kids. Yeah, <laughs> really? I'm like the Sean Kemp of Saturday morning cartoons. Ooh, Skeletor with the references. I love it. Yep. Oh, so, yeah, I pay attention to the pop culture. How is uh, How are the kids handling this? I mean, assuming there's no income coming in, are you married? Is your wife uh, paying the bills right now? I'm I'm not married, no. Oh, no. You're, uh, you're no, like no. a bachelor I've, forever? Bachelor forever, paying child support to most of my children. Some of them are adults now, so I got out of that jail. Uh, <laughs> but the rest are, uh, you know, just uh, sucking off the teeth of old Skeletor. Let me tell you, this teeth ain't as perky as it used to be. Uh, no, I've uh, missed out on a lot of my payments. Uh, I am calling you from a boat in uh, Lake Huron. I I'm was wondering where run. you were. It looks like uh, you're bobbing up and down a lot. Is it rocky right now? It's, it's a bit of a storm. Um, If I scream SOS, send help, uh, it means that I'm about to capsize. I'm in London. We're on Zoom. There's nothing I'll be able to do. Maybe maybe have a radio or something would be much more effective if you're in trouble. I mean, I've been in trouble a lot. Um, R.I.P. Mushman. Um, (laughs) He died. I should have have led with that. Mushman died a couple days ago. Oh, so um, your so delivery business, deliver- literally your only lifeline, the only element of this that was possibly bringing in any un- income is done. Wow. Yes, um, Mushman, uh, you know, let me tell you, a big pile of semen doesn't do well in the rain. <laughs> uh, kind of washed away there. Jesus. Oh, what, are, what Skeletor, this is terrible. And I appreciate that you've called me for help, but I'm at a loss for what I'm, you know, what I might be able to do to help you. I mean, I, I can't send people to your restaurant because the doors are closed. Uh, you've got no patio. Your semen delivery giant has been washed away in the rain. This is rough. Maybe, uh, I don't know, have you and He-Man uh, ever thought about starting up the old show, maybe taking your act on the road? Um, I don't know where we would perform right now. That's fair. Because That's fair. That's another bad suggestion. To go. Listen, Ben, I feel Jeez. like you're setting me up for more depression with these ideas. <laughs> oh, God. I'm, I'm a just co-host trying... for your podcast, huh? Wouldn't you want me interviewing the head of Sleemans? <laughs> uh, you know, asking him some fun questions. I think that would be pretty interesting. I mean, uh, you haven't. You seem to have a deal with, with Molson, so that could be a conflict of interest, Are you, given that you sell exclusively Coors Light variants. Would you That's be willing true. to talk to other uh, brewers? Um, I'd be open to talking about, you know, like a he-man, slim-man kind of works together, you know? Boom. Maybe I could be the pitchman. And- oh, yeah, boo me. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm doing the best I can with this flimsy premise that I shouldn't have brought to the table. Uh, <laughs> Okay, Skeletor, relax. Take it down a notch. Okay, I do have some questions. I mean, let's yeah, please. Let's, let's forget that you are, like, literally, probably, I would say suicidal, because this sounds horrendous. Let's... <laughs> well, thank you for putting that thought in my mind. I <laughs> well, I can see there's a noose You're hanging no in the Fraser back of the boat. Crane when it... Sorry? I can see the noose that you've tied for yourself. It's in the background in our Zoom chat. I was just trying some nautical uh, ties, and I guess that's what came out of it. But sure, okay, if you want so me to hang from the the uh, mast of my God, ship, I'll no, do whatever. The last thing I need for a fledging podcast is for 
a child, a beloved eighties villain to kill himself on the air with me. Please don't do that. Let's talk about this. Skeletor, you're obviously a smart and talented guy. You're still pretty jacked. I can see that. Uh You're still wearing Uh the hood, but no shirt, which is an interesting choice, but it works for you. You're still friends with Uh, He-Man. Is there any, like, has anyone in the, in the, uh, you know, um, universe still, uh, were they successful? Is anyone from Masters of the Universe could you maybe make some calls? You know, I'm trying. I'm I'm trying to think of some other characters from that show, and I'm just. You know, I really should have done some research myself. You'd be surprised, but a wealthy man is doing pretty well these days. Oh yes, the much forgotten character of wealthy man. <laughs> he only made one appearance and was the most reviled character in the history of the show. Uh, the after uh, episode uh, message, moral lesson at the end was just to save money and to invest in property. But let me tell you, Wealthy Man has done very well. Oh, okay. Have you kept in touch? I have. Um, him and David Mervish and Mel Lastman, um, they have their own little band. And so I go and see them every, uh, well, they don't play anymore, but back in the good days, I went and uh, saw them perform a few times and they're pretty good. Okay. Wealthy man. So it's kind of a side thing. He's just got the, he's independently wealthy. He's a wealthy man, I guess that's. I mean, he was wealthy to begin with. I mean, you don't call you that if you're not, right? I mean, most, most people who are wealthy were wealthy to begin with, let's be honest. That's true. You don't earn wealth, really. It's just something that's given to you. Um, I have a question. It's weird, but. Is oh, he... no. We, let's get weird. I'll take <laughs> off this hood if you need me to. So when He-Man was, uh, uh, doing the door at the yell shack mm-hmm. yes. was he he man or was he adam ah good question prince adam well <laughs> at the beginning of the night he'd be prince adam uh and he'd have to stay that way because once he becomes he man he gets a little out of control uh right. but uh he man isn't good for prince adam anymore the transformation oh, no? doesn't bring him to a good place anymore it opens up a lot of Doors that should be shut, if you know what I mean. I don't. <laughs> Have you ever heard of Kevin Sorbo? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, Kevin yes. Sorbo has an interesting online presence. Is that where this is he going? Does. He does have an interesting <laughs> online presence. And yes. let's just say that when he becomes E-Man, he comes a little bit like Hercules, if you know okay. what I mean. Okay, yes, okay. So if you need to Google Kevin Sorbo. No, I don't. I'm familiar. I don't. Yeah. I'm shockingly very familiar with uh, Kevin Sorbo. So, okay, he's an alcoholic, so I'm assuming the He-Man persona was maybe where he, when he did his drinking or it was Adam yeah, drinking know, like, to compensate for his alt-right alternate <laughs> alternate personality. He falls into all sorts of different things. You see, like, you, when you turn into He-Man, you get struck by lightning, you're holding a sword, you're half naked, everyone's screaming, and it's a rush. But that rush only lasts a few minutes. And after right. that, you need to fill that void. And he would fill it, and he would fill it with booze. And let me tell you, I, uh, I got a kick out of it for a while, but there's only so many times you can... Do a running kick into a drunk man's face before it loses its panache. Right. Yeah, that's fair. So We've all been you, young. Have you you're, – you're kind of stuck, I mean, as a, a skull face, so I guess you've never had that issue of turning it on and off. Can, is there any respite or is it constantly – are people rushing you to be, oh, Skeletor, it's Skeletor. Sign my action figure. 
You're very recognizable as a skull face, of course, walking around town. It's You can't put on a pair of shades and then someone say, who is that skull face jacked 312-pound uh, figure walking through the Eaton Center? No, um, yeah, it's been tough, you know, to just be me 24-7. It's like Andre the Giant or Shaquille O'Neal or um that's your uh, sphere that's really the kind of people that you can <laughs> hang around with yeah, i mean the three of us hung out not long before under the giants passing it was us three and vladimir putin oh that's cool. um, that's we, a cool group that's a fun yeah it was enforcer. pretty fun i didn't like vladimir too much no i think um, of the four he would be the one not to like probably no 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 <laughs> we all knew what was going on with vladimir we <laughs> wasn't exactly the cool one in the group that was obviously shaquille o'neal Right, he's very cool. Uh, what did you guys get up to? That's, I mean, that's interesting. I, I honestly, um, if I could, ha- if I could have a beer with that that group, if you could somehow charge people for that experience, maybe even as Zoom via COVID. But if I could hang out with you and Shaq and Andre, the oh, he's dead. Oh God. I'll yeah, yeah, I can't get Andre, but I could get Vlad on the phone. That guy is uh, very interested in talking to me a lot. Really? You guys yes. are still in touch. Well, he's always looking for a way for um, society, someone to influence uh, the world to, in his favor. Right, uh, and so... he thinks that Skeletor with his Danforth restaurant is definitely... He-Man is huge in the... and Not the USSR anymore, but it's very huge in Russia. Oh, wow, uh, really? Yes, uh, Russia, Estonia, Ukraine, Latvia, uh, a lot of the uh, Eastern European countries. It's uh, near number one. Okay, great. Yeah, because you do hear that a lot of the the uh, uh, of Russia got you know pop culture stuff from North America really late. So is He Man kind of a new thing to them? Maybe it's uh, some of some of it had it for a long time, and some of them are just discovering and realizing that it's uh, you know there's some some of it doesn't hold up super well, mm-hmm. and some of it is more culturally relevant than ever. Did you guys have some dicey content? I don't really remember. Is there some stuff that is maybe post me too era wouldn't fly on he-man i don't really remember not so much post he me too it's just things that you could do in the 80s you can't do in children's television very often right like me and man of arms there was that one scene where we kissed for nine minutes straight i remember and that. they just slowly zoomed in until it was just teeth it was and- really graphic it was like they brought in another animator because the detail level was i remember that it was awesome. I mean, the weird thing is, is that the sounds of our mouths were already pretty intense. But then they did a bunch of foley where they would just punch watermelons to add more uh, spooshy sound effects. And honestly, we won a couple of awards as a result. But looking back, it's a strange choice because it comes out of nowhere in the middle of a fight scene. And everyone else in the fight scene is sitting around us in a circle cross-legged watching. And yes. why are we doing that in the middle of a fight? Oh God, this is bringing, bringing back so many memories. I can't, but that was edgy stuff. I mean, you guys were, were trying edgy. a lot of new stuff. Yeah. That was a great episode. I wonder if that's on YouTube. Uh, no, YouTube. It's the only video they've banned actually is that. <laughs> yeah. Um, the kiss originally was improvised. They said, do something that would shock the children. And so we decided to kiss. Um, and then the director said, keep it in, make it longer. Go, go a little bit wild. Great choice. Um, it was a great choice. But, uh, you know, that candle burned really bright, and the brightest flame uh, burns out the quickest, you know? Uh, and that's from Beauty and the Beast, I miss them right? a lot. Yeah. yeah, it's another Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, it's, a, it's, yeah, it's a, I think Lumiere uh, wraps that one in the third act. 
Oh, well, Skeletor, it's great talking to you, and I, I'm sorry. Hey, to hear, thanks a lot. I'm sorry to hear that you're so down on your uh, on your on your luck here. I wish there's some. Honestly, it's to nice you. to hear a voice again. Have you been alone on the on the boat there for a while? Yeah, I've been here for about two weeks. I hope the restaurant's doing well. Maybe it's completely uh, recovered. Oh, God, you haven't even checked in. No, I have not checked in. <laughs> so See, the- Skeletor <laughs> burns and runs, you know? I just got to get away from all that stuff. It's like uh, the kids, the uh, restaurant, everything's coming at me at once. It kind of sounds like this is your own doing. I won't lie to you. But if you're impregnating women and then you have nothing to do with them, the children, and you're opening a restaurant and then leaving on your boat, I mean... It sounds like you, you know, you need to take some ownership here, bud. This just sounds like it's on you. Well, you know, I was thinking that I was calling Ben's blog and not fucking Fraser Crane, but sure, yes, the self-reflection at the end of the episode is exactly hey, what you I call needed. Call me for help. I'm listening. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Can I speak to Roz again? She was a little bit nicer. She's so sassy. Oh man, I'm a big Fraser fan. That's the like the oh, second. Yes! Let's dive into it. What's your favorite season? I don't. I don't know. I like the one. Uh, uh, I like that in the beginning, um, Daphne was psychic, and then they just that just didn't come up again ever. Yeah, I mean that happens a lot. I mean, in the first few seasons, Beastman could surf, and then he never surfed again. That's just bad writing. I mean, if you, it's inconsistent. <laughs> well, I gotta go. <laughs> okay that's fair thanks for talking to me i appreciate this you're welcome this was a lot of fun and i hope people listen to this podcast and for some reason listen to it again after this episode (laughs) i think this will be the one that makes this podcast famous frankly who else (laughs) i think it will at least be the one that makes it different Uh, (laughs) cut your losses skeletor sell whatever's left for assets and, and check in with your kids. Again, I'm doing Fraser Crane. I'm sorry. I just feel like I want to help you. You're such, it's your eyes. It's those dark sockets where your eyes should be. They just pull me in and I want to help you. I've heard that before. And then I'd like to help you too. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm doing okay. <laughs> thanks for the offer. <laughs> okay. Well, let me know. If okay. Things change for the worse. Well, thanks for being on the show. Thank you. Okay. Bye, Skeletor. Bye! Thanks for listening. Be sure and wash your hands.